You're listening to Tech Bytes from the Packet Pushers. Viavi Solutions is our sponsor today, and we're going to talk about using enriched flow data for network performance monitoring and threat management. Our guest is Warren Karen. He is sales engineer at Viavi. Warren, welcome to the podcast. And to get us started, what do you mean exactly by enriched flow? Is it, does it have vitamins and minerals, or how is it different from regular NetFlow? <laughs> it actually does have some vitamins and minerals. That's how <laughs> we enrich the flow these days. No, it's not your grandfather's flow. Flow has been with us forever in a day, and everyone's well aware of its abilities, and it's used all over the world because it's a truly great product. It's a truly great thing. But what if we want more out of it? What if we could tie together information from your firewalls or information from your load balancers or information from your VPN concentrators? Then we get something that's a bit more enriched because it allows us to map out the network more accurately, understand what's happening from a threat perspective, as well as just generally give you um, what you need to perform your job every day. So really, it's this traditional idea of a flow record, you know, what we used to know as S-Flow or NetFlow or OPFIX, whatever it is that you're using underneath a flow. and what you're doing is taking those flow records and then adding extra data to it so that the flow becomes enhanced with other metadata. That's correct. That's exactly right. So what we do is we take your typical flow record, match it together with information that we get off of a firewall, for example. So if you roll out a new application and some user isn't able to access it, because the firewall is blocking it. Not like no one's ever seen that before, right? right. And mm. you can plug in his IP address or his username, and you, can say, and you can see firewall extension codes, ACL blocking the user. So right. it, it's something that allows you to take information all over the network and view what's happening. And that's just the beginning. Right. Okay, so Flow is essentially telling me kind of the... the, the the state of the application transmission, but you're also saying I can get more context about what's happening with that flow. That's correct, because yeah. it's not just from a router's perspective anymore, mm -hmm. because there's so much on the network that we we need more than just router and switch information. So how am I getting it then? How am I getting it, and what's doing the actual matching up of uh, a firewall log or a load balancing log with my flow record? Um, it is your, we deploy your typical flow collector, right? But what mm -hmm. we also do is we allow it to ingest syslog messages, any text message, right? So that could include an F5 load balancer. They have the ability to output um, something like a syslog record or um, a firewall or a VPN concentrator. We can take in that data and match it via the IP address to grab its MAC addresses off of, say, a CAM or an ARP table. We can grab the username off of Active Directory or LDAP. So this is how we are able to use flow plus this enriched flow to track down what's happening on the network. So how are we tying this back then to network performance? What additional visibility or context am I getting by having enriched flow in regard to performance? We were just uh, working this out with a, with a recent customer this past week where they have all these users, 90,000 of them, trying to dial in, and they all have issues and problems and, you know, kids screaming in the background or whatever it happens to be. And so they're saying, hey, the network's slow. 
Well, what happens traditionally is they can see the IP address coming in through a VPN, you know, any connect, right? Yeah. And then it hits load balancer. Then they lose complete visibility. Like, well, it hit the load balancer. You know, we don't have an ability to, to map it without going into the F5 or the, or the ASA, da 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 What we can do is take the end cell coming off of the VPN concentrator. Mm-hmm. We can take the flow as well as syslog coming off of the load balancer or the ASA, match those together, and say you're going from, we see the user all the way out as his home IP address all the way through to the server that they're talking to. And this is but what the thing, I think the interesting is. part here is the flow record, not only does it identify IP addresses and MAC addresses, which is actually contained in the flow, you're attaching uh, metadata yep. that the VPN has because you can start to say, well, I'm in the VPN concentrator. The RV observer can go and grab the username and you know what Active Directory and talk to the Active Directory server and find out more about what groups they're in. But that flow record can be done for two things here, I think, which is interesting. One is it can be used for network visibility and network analytics. So how well is the performance of the user going? But the other part exactly. here is that this flow record can be used for threat management because absolutely you've now got all the data that to make a standard um, threat management feed record, and you can start to, to feed it into a threat management server and say, "Hang on, is this user actually legit?" Is their traffic legit? And so now all of a sudden I've got a tool that the RV Observer stops being um, a network analytics tool or a performance management tool. It becomes something much more. Exactly. Because now what we can do is we can say things like, you know, if this is a bad actor, what have they touched on the network? How far have they gotten? So what we see, what our customers tell us that they're, they're, they get the most bang for the buck out of this is in reducing down dwell time. Dwell time is the nightmare of SecOps, right? right. Oh gosh, our, our destroyer has been being controlled by the Chinese for two years. They've been able to <laughs> access everything on our destroyer, right? True U.S. Navy thing. They were like, ah, <laughs> this is bad because that's the dwell time that we're talking about, right? right. We've got somebody bad. How do we get them off? Yeah, Let's reduce yeah. down that twice. Or because we also do so much with packet capture, like straight up packet capture, we can tell you what's been exfilled out of your out of your network. So these are all huge security problems. And you know, a lot of people focus on, you know, the tools that do just straight up detection or straight up screaming, right? Uh-huh. They just scream at you at the top of their lungs. Ah! problem <laughs> yeah but the idea well, here is instead of just screaming you're saying here's a mac address where we've identified a potential issue or an ip address or a username or an application you've not only have you got the mac address you've got the ip address you've got the user login you've probably got a good sense of what application they're running and where they're actually and, and from that data you can start to extrapolate oh this person's at a remote branch or where they're working yep. from home uh, if you've got enough connectivity data coming out of Active Directory and you're correlating it with the flow record, you've suddenly got this. Um, let me ask you a question. One of the big things that VRV Observer is also big of is packet capture. I'm guessing yeah. that you also integrate. So if I had to switch from like flows is kind of like a scanning, like it's a low resolution data form, you don't get all the data. But I'm guessing that if I click the right button and I had the right tools, I can go instantly from 
observing and threat management to forensic and seeing what's actually happening. Absolutely. It's all tied together. So that way you can grab packets and start to do your deep dive into, okay, so we see exactly bite by bite how they use DNS to exfil data. Mm. We Mm. see bite by bite how they are using Twitter to get data off my network. Right. These are <laughs> these are the new crazy things that the that the hackers are doing these days, and they're brilliant, right? Yeah. And because yeah. you've got best in the world guys coming after you, best in the world. They're gonna get through. So mm-hmm. what are you gonna do about it? So am I able to pivot that quickly from uh, a flow record right down into packets, assuming I've got a packet capture infrastructure deployed? Assuming you've got the packet capture infrastructure, absolutely. It's actually just a click of the button. Go get me packets with the, either this MAC address, this IP address, this port number, et cetera. And you've also got the intelligence engine strapped on as well. So you can actually say, show me the thread. So just show me the TCP packets or all of the IP data related to this user effectively because you know their IP address and things like that. It'll actually follow exactly. the thread and do some of the application breakdown for you. Uh, obviously, yep. encryption changes some of that, but at least you've got some sort of forensic inspection that you can start to crack. And if you've got all of the things, I think this is really interesting in the sense that you're actually combining security and analytics in a single platform, it really changes the way I think about things. And of course, the Viavi Observer packet capture engines, they're rated to, <clears throat> I think from the back of my head, not just tens of gigabits per second, but way beyond. Well, so one single system, max packet write to disk from a single system is 60 gigabits per second is right. kind of the, the, the top speed. But obviously, you can use something like a packet broker to break that up and get multiple systems to go up as high as you want. So it can be run at scale and it actually, you can capture an awful lot of packets for a sustained period of time. This isn't just like turn it on for 15 minutes and I've blown the server out. This is at scale. So th- where's the trade-offs? We've got, if there's if we've got this flow records being collected, so the trade-offs, so where's the weaknesses in this architecture? Obviously, we have to rely on the network appliances to generate flow records. That's a solved problem. Um, yep. I have to send the flow records into your service, but then you have to start to do the correlation and combining the data together, doing the enrichment. So uh, you're going to want a really powerful server to run it, mm. right? Mm. So that's that's going to be that's going to be some of the some of the technical trade-offs, right? Because you're right, there's always trade-offs. You know, you can't have, you, you know, you, you go out, you spend $80,000 on a Corvette, right? Mm. There are some trade-offs. You can fit only one passenger. You can't go 200 <laughs> miles an hour with your family. Right. So, probably not the car you bring to the hardware store. Much, yeah. As much fun as that would be at times. Um, it's probably you know, fair to say that you push and put your family in a Corvette <laughs> doing 200 miles an hour. Uh, this is not a, a soft or low code or low requirement solution. You to be able to that collect data correct. at high speeds, at high fidelity, and to perform the necessary analytics, you do have to have some lead. There has to be some lead in here. In There's gotta be gotta be a bit of firepower behind the behind the servers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, honestly, your F fives, if you're if you if you're running your F fives maxed out, and then you ask them to export what amounts to like a syslog mm-hmm. that that does take a performance hit on your f5 so we come in and we help people make decisions about mm-hmm. how to do it and what's the most effective way to do it 
right? And, and so we aim to be good partners with our customers, yeah. right? We're here to help. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. I think I just wanted to point that out. This isn't like a, a cloud solution where you just mystically instantiate something. I think there is, you are doing hard work here, heavy, hot, hard work. And so you are taking flow records out of the network. You're starting to gather metadata from a range of different sources and you have to correlate them together and then you have to store them and then you have to analyze them to give you the network analytics. And then you also have to have a threat management capability to able to find security alerts and determine if a threat has been detected, right? So this is a whole spectrum of solution. This, is, um, this isn't just a, a, an app that you run on your desktop. This is a, a full portfolio. Yeah. And, it is, and part of what I wanted to say about that was that VRV has been doing this for 20 or 30 years. You've got a whole portfolio of products assembled from a range of things that have been running for decades. This isn't a startup. You are oh, yeah. a mature, stable big business. <laughs> Yeah, it comes from, you know, the no old uh, network instruments days, right? Where you mm-hmm. used to right. throw a gigastore into your data center. And, you know, we still have the gigastores. They've been greatly updated since then, obviously, and able to do all the net ops stuff that we've always done. But with this idea of enriched flow, we really feel like we've, we've, we're, we're, we're helping people, we're helping our customers go to that next level of threat, security, uh, network management. Mm-hmm. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. Warren, thank you for being here. If folks want to find out more, where would you send them? Well, the first place you go to is www.biavisolutions.com slash packet pushers. And to get more information about the products, you can go to our microsite, which is www.biavisolutions.com slash PTV. Fantastic. And thanks That's- for having me. I really love being here. Absolutely. You're welcome. Thank you for being with us. And thank you to Viavi for being a sponsor. That's viavisolutions.com slash PTV or viavisolutions.com slash packet pushers. Speaking of packet pushers, you can find this and many more fine free technical podcasts along with our community blog at packetpushers.net. Follow us on Twitter at packet pushers. Find us on LinkedIn, like us on Facebook and rate us on Apple podcasts. Last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.